From TODR News, this is your daily briefing for Wednesday, April 6th. Good afternoon. Today we'll be discussing some of the biggest stories, including accusations of ethnic cleansing in Ethiopia and Britain's cancelled LGBTQ conference. We'll also be answering today's big question. Why is the EU slamming Hungary over their recent election? As well as talking to TV's Martin Roberts about his recent trip to help refugees on the Ukrainian border. But first, let's talk about President Zelensky's speech to the UN. Zelensky has become known around the world as an embattled wartime leader who's fighting side by side with the people of his country. As such, his communications to the outside world have been conducted via speeches on Zoom. And yesterday, Zelensky gave one such speech to the UN, in which he gave an account of the Bukha massacre and called for the UN to do more to stop Russian aggression. Zelensky even went so far as to claim that we are dealing with a state who turns the right of veto in the UN Security Council into a right to kill. If this veto is allowed to remain, Zelensky argued that states will just rely on the power of arms for their security, and as such, the UN can simply be dissolved. For our second story today, let's move to the UK, who have just cancelled their first ever international LGBTQ conference, a flagship event for the Johnson government. This decision follows a tumultuous week for the government, after a partial U-turn on their conversion therapy ban led to over 100 LGBTQ and HIV organisations pulling out of the conference and forcing the resignation of the government's LGBT business champion. Ultimately, the whole thing collapsed after last week ITV revealed that the government had ditched their plans to legislate for a ban on so-called conversion therapy of LGBTQ people. Amid the backlash to this decision, the government insisted that they would go ahead with a ban on gay conversion therapy, but said that it wouldn't affect transgender people. Over 100 groups then decided to boycott the UK's Safe To Be Me conference in response, prompting Equalities Minister Liz Truss to axe the event in its entirety. The government still insists on their decision though, saying that a ban on trans conversion therapy needs separate work because of potential unintended consequences, particularly for under 18s. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your everyday routine. Or you can just search for us in your podcast app to listen along. On Wednesday, the Human Rights Watch published a new report accusing Ethiopian government forces of crimes against humanity in Western Tigray, including ethnic cleansing and sexual slavery of ethnic Tigrayans. In several towns, Tigrayans were given a 24 or 72 hour ultimatum to leave or be killed. And this isn't the first time the Ethiopian security forces have faced allegations of brutality. For months, there have been reports of Ethiopian government forces preventing humanitarian aid into Tigray, presumably in an attempt to starve out the Tigrayan defense forces who have been fighting a civil war against Abe Ahmed's government since November 2020. And according to the UN, 5 million Tigrayans are currently at risk of famine, and hundreds of thousands have died of starvation already. A ceasefire agreed last week offers fragile hope to Tigray, but there's already apparently been disagreement about sequencing. The Tigrayans have indicated that aid must flow before their troops withdraw, but the government seems to think the opposite needs to happen. 
Let's move to the US, where more than 22 million chickens and turkeys have been culled since February, as the country experiences its worst outbreak of bird flu since 2015. This is ultimately standard practice. Infected and exposed poultry are ordinarily killed and destroyed to stop the outbreak of the virus spreading any further. But the mass killing of so many birds means that there are fewer egg-laying hens and chickens farmed for their meat, which unsurprisingly has had an impact on prices. Egg prices have risen by 52% in the US since February, and demand for eggs usually increases as we get towards Easter, so this cost is likely to get yet higher. The virus is highly contagious between birds, but the danger to humans is considered low, and no human infections have been identified in the US just yet. Finally then, a series of polls released on Monday and Tuesday suggest that the French election is tightening up significantly. For the last few weeks, polling has given incumbent president Emmanuel Macron a very comfortable lead over his opponents. A month ago, polling gave Macron a 10-point lead in both the first and second round, and The Economist's French election model gave him a 95% chance of winning a second term. Worryingly for Macron, though, two polls released on Monday found that in a head-to-head -head final round matchup between Marine Le Pen and himself, his odds had dropped by six points to an expected 53-47 to victory. And a poll on Tuesday put a Macron victory at just three points, with him expected to win 51.5% to Le Pen's 48.5%. With that data included, The Economist's revised model now gives Macron a 75% chance of winning, which is still pretty good, but a lot closer than the 95% chance just a month ago. If you want to find out more about the French election and why that shift has happened, then we have another video coming out on TLDR EU about exactly that tomorrow. And yesterday, I sat down with TLDR Global's lead writer, Zach, to discuss the odds of Macron actually losing the election and the factors that make that possible. That discussion was included in the extended version of the daily briefing, which is available exclusively on Nebula. So if you sign up now, you can go back and watch that conversation, as well as the extended version of today's daily briefing, where we answer today's big question, why has Europe slammed Hungary over their recent election, and could it lead to them being ejected from the Union, as well as taking a look at our interview with TV's Martin Roberts to discuss his recent trip to the Ukrainian border, where he assisted refugees. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also get an extended version of the show every single weekday. Available to watch on Nebula or to stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get an even more extensive briefing every day, then you'll want to sign up. And there's good news. Our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service with some of the world's best documentaries, is offering a deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $15 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and, well, it's always ad-free, too. Click the link below to get both services for less than $15 a year and support the channel.